Hello there, friends. It's Jimmy Maverick. Welcome to another edition of the Fantasy Maverick Podcast. Today, we are talking all about quarterbacks and quarterback drafting strategies for the upcoming season. I'm also going to give you three of my favorites, so stay tuned for that. Here we go. Listen up. It's time for the Fantasy Maverick Podcast, starring a guy who's going to help you win that fantasy championship, Jimmy Maverick. Hello there, friends. It's Jimmy Maverick. Welcome to another edition of the Fantasy Maverick Podcast coming at you from Santa Fe, New Mexico. And today we are going to talk about quarterback strategy for fantasy football for 2020. And I'd just like to start by saying that uh, quarterbacks, they had kind of a down year last year. And I think this is directly related to the fact that so many elite wide receivers busted last season. Um, I was looking at the 2018 season, and there was eight quarterbacks who scored more than 30 touchdowns, or 30 or more touchdowns, I guess is the right way to say that. Um, but last year, there was only four. So expect the whole uh, grouping, the whole position to do much better this year. I mean, there's a nice infusion of the rookie, rookie wide receiver talent. Plus, I expect a nice strong bounce back from the elite receivers in this league. Um, I think it'll be much better overall for, for points scored, for yards for touchdowns and all that. Now, as far as fantasy goes, uh, one of the nice things about the quarterback position is, is that I estimate that there are somewhere around 15 or 16 startable QB1s in this league. So with most uh, fantasy leagues, you know, you only have a single quarterback slot. So there's more quarterbacks available than there are slots to play them. And that means that you don't need to spend an early draft pick on a quarterback. In fact, the quarterback position is so deep, um, it's almost streamable. You know, uh, the, the defense and the kickers, totally a streamable position. Um, I, I'd say quarterback is almost there. I, I do not stream quarterbacks, though. It's, it's just too risky for me. Um, but again, because the position is so deep, you don't need to spend that early draft pick to get yourself an elite quarterback. It doesn't make that much of a difference. And we'll talk about why in a minute. So, um, my general rule is that in larger leagues, in, in 12-team and larger leagues, uh, I like to be one of the last people in my league to draft a quarterback. Uh, you know, So I'll let everyone else take their pick of whoever they want, and then I'll come in and I'll take a, a guy I like late. Um, and that's because I'm going to get value out of that player. Um you know, spend those early draft picks on wide receivers and running backs and get yourself a tight end too. Um, but again, uh, I, I'm, here's why it's not worth that much. Okay, here, here, let, me, let me just go over it. So when it comes to the quarterback position, there's like three guys. There's three that uh, have elite point potential, right? We know who these guys are. It's Lamar Jackson, it's Patrick Mahomes, and it's Deshaun Watson, right? Those are the top three guys in the position. The top three point getters, they're all fantastic quarterbacks. Um, and right now, uh, all of them are projected to score somewhere around 320 to 340 fantasy points this year. Um, now, after you get past those top three, you hit what I call the plateau, Um and the next dozen quarterbacks will earn anywhere from about 270 to 310 points, fantasy points. So basically the difference between the best quarterback in this section and the worst quarterback is only about two and a half points per week. It's just not a significant difference, amount of difference 
to be worth spending that early pick to get the number four or number five guy versus just getting the number 11 or number 12 guy. Really, seriously, that's the difference. And when we look at positions like the kicker position, that's exactly what the, the kicker position is like, man. The, the best kicker and the, num- the number one kicker and the number 12 kicker, the difference is about two and a half point fantasy points per week. So it, it has almost no impact on your fantasy performance to go in early on one of these mid-tier quarterbacks. Just wait. That's all you need to do. It's it's super easy. Um, now, the, the reason for this uh, is just because of the way quarterbacks score points. Now, um, if I told you that quarterback A was going to get 500 more passing yards and five more touchdowns than quarterback B, you'd probably be like, oh, that's very good. I'm, I will definitely take quarterback A. But when you translate that into actual fantasy points based on the way quarterbacks score points in standard leagues, um, that's only about 40 fantasy points. And again, 40 fantasy points is two and a half points per week. Now, you compare that to a, to a running back, and if a running back gets 500 additional yards and five additional touchdowns, that's 80 additional fantasy points. Okay, so it's, it's like the impact is twice as much on, non, on the non-quarterback position. So... Um, even if a quarterback does much better than a second than a secondary quarterback, um, the the fantasy impact is minimal. All right, and that's what you need to know about that. Now, of course, the the big caveat to this is that in these leagues, rushing quarterbacks with rushing touchdowns are exceedingly valuable because those points come in at twice the rate as a um, as a passing quarterback. So that's the reason why um, you know Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson and those guys are are so darn valuable in the in fantasy leagues, and it gives them a nice a much safer floor than the the pass than the pocket passer quarterbacks, right? So um, how do you pick? the right quarterback? What Does it make sense to get one of the elite guys? So, um, you know, I've already talked about this. You know, when you talk about those elite, those elite guys, the top three, uh, they're usually going somewhere between the second and fourth round of the draft. Now, um, actually, it's interesting because Deshaun Watson, once he lost uh, Hopkins, um, he's plunged in the rankings, and he is now currently um, the sixth quarterback off the board which makes him think that I might consider taking him because he's available so much later than he normally is. And yes, he does lose Hopkins, but he still has a he still has good receivers. Uh, he's got David Johnson. He's got he's got Duke Johnson. Um, so he's got some good pass catching. Um, uh, he's got some good pass catching running backs. Um, you know, I, I'm thinking that people are overestimating the impact that Hopkins has on his performance, and he's being discounted way too much. So I might consider taking Deshaun, especially if he falls even from that sixth position, if he falls a little bit more. But but frankly, again, you just don't need to. It's just not going to be worth that much to spend that early pick. Um, we also have a situation where, where because of what's happened over the past few years, okay, uh, in 2018, Patrick Mahomes was the 14th quarterback taken off the board. And, of course, that's this season he got the 5,000 yards and 50 touchdowns, right? So he was the number one quarterback, huge impact. It was great. Last year, Lamar Jackson 
was the eighth quarterback off the board. Um, and he came out this year and he was the number one quarterback, the number one rushing quarterback by a long margin over anyone else um, and, and, and was fantastic. So what's happening this year? Well, this year, the speculation is that this year it's going to be Kyler Murray. And, and, you know, I can see why, man. Kyler did really good in his rookie year. He really has a great offense around him, a lot of great offensive players. I definitely want a piece of the Arizona Cardinals for this fantasy season. But I got to say, man, Kyler Murray is the number four quarterback coming off the board. And what that means is that even if he has a great season fantasy-wise, um, he's just not going to be worth the pick. I, I mean, you got to take him so early in the draft um, and you're bypassing a key wide receivers and running backs in order to get him um, that, you know, certainly he could come out this year and, and just blow up the league just like Mahomes did, you know, just like Lamar Jackson did. Um, and he'd be the number one quarterback. But still, you're not getting that much value out of him. The reason why Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson were so fantastic is that they cost like no draft, almost no draft capital to get. And, and and so they massively exceeded their their projections. In this case, he's already projected as the fourth most valuable quarterback. Um, so if he if he ends up as the first, that's not as big a deal as Patrick Mahomes, who was the 14th best quarterback drafted and was the number one. So so the gap there's not as much of a gap there. There's there's virtually no value here. And you know even if he ends up with a season with like 4,500 yards and 35 touchdowns, you're going to be disappointed uh, because he's not going to be the impact player that you were hoping for by taking him that early in the draft. So I would just just stay away from Kyler Murray. I just think um, he's a dead end for fantasy this year, even if he has a great season. So um, so I want to talk to you about how I get how I get my quarterback, how I draft my quarterback. And and really the most important thing to do is you got to pick which one you want before the draft even begins. Because by doing that, you're going to know, you're going to know when to take him. And that's the most important thing. Um, You know, and and, and if you really like a quarterback, you really got to go after him. Like Lamar Jackson last year, I was very high on him, uh, but I didn't go aggressively after him. You know, I, 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 I only drafted him in one league and another league I traded for him after week one. Um, but I really should have gone after him a lot stronger in my other leagues. And I just didn't do that. So when, when you find a quarterback that you really like, um, really go after and, and try to get him in as many leagues as you can. Um, and, and I'm going to talk to you about some of my favorites for the upcoming season. Um, but when you look at the list of quarterbacks, okay, now uh, the, the list right now, I'm just going to give you the order. So right now the order is Lamar Jackson's going to come off first, then Patrick Mahomes, uh, Dak Prescott, uh, Kyler Murray, uh, then Russell Wilson and Deshaun Watson. See, this is why Kyler Murray's crazy, that he's going before those two guys. I, I just don't get it. Um, but then you got Josh Allen, Drew Brees, Matt Ryan, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, and Carson Wentz. All right, so that's that's the order right now for the QB1s. And when, one of the things I've noticed in fantasy football, and I don't know why this is the case, but this list is very, very sticky. These players will come off in this order like 95% of the time. Um, so you know 
when your quarterback is going to be taken. You don't have to worry about, you really don't have to worry about him getting sniped before another quarterback, right? If, if, if you want Aaron Rodgers, you seriously do not need to be worried about someone taking Aaron Rodgers until, you know, Drew Brees or Matt Ryan comes off the board. That's just the way it is. And, and if you go and try some mock drafts, uh, you're going to see that this is the case. It's the same order every time. And I think it's just because of the nature of the position, um, be, because of the way that, you know, maybe one or two quarterbacks comes off every round that this is the case. And, and, and it's, it's very interesting to me that that's the, that's the way it happens. But that is. So you can take advantage of this. And, and what I do, my strategy is, is that I look at the quarterback I want. So let's say, right, let's say I want Matt Ryan. Okay, now he's currently going as, he's the ninth quarterback coming off the board. Uh, and he's going at around ADP number 83. So the secret is what you do is you count back three quarterbacks from the one that you want. So in this case, from Matt Ryan, we're going to count back three. We're going to go back Drew Brees, Josh Allen, to Sean Watson, who's the QB six um, coming off the board. So my trigger for taking Matt Ryan is going to be when Deshaun Watson gets selected, I will take Matt Ryan with my next pick. All right? That way I can be sure that I will get him. It's, it, this works like 98% of the time. Um, to getting your quarterback is that's all you have to do. And, and you just, and when I'm in a draft, one of the things I do is I have, I always have a little worksheet next to me and I'm always, I I like to track how many quarterbacks and how many tight ends have come off the board, as well as, um, what positions the, the player who's picking before me and the player who's picking after me have selected. Um, those are the things I, I keep track of when I'm in, um, a live draft, uh, so I'm just marking off as quarterbacks come off the board. I'm just tally marking it. And as soon as number six comes off, boom, I'm going to take my target, Matt Ryan. And, and I, I swear this works in just about every league. The only time it never, it, it, it doesn't work is if there's a situation where, um, and I've seen this in drafts where, you know, the, the elite guys come off at about when you normally would expect them to, but then there's like this gap. And it lasts way longer than anybody thinks it will, where no quarterbacks are taken. And, and so, you know, you know the, the, the top three come off like in the first four rounds like you'd expect. Maybe one more comes off, but then nobody else is coming off. And you're like in the eighth or ninth or tenth round. And basically all the quarterbacks are still sitting there. And then what happens is, is someone takes a quarterback and then boom, it's like, it's a, it's a rush, right? That's the only time that this happens. So what I do to counter that is I always have a second and a secondary and a third choice behind my primary choice. So in this case, I'm going to talk about this in a little bit, but Daniel Jones is another quarterback who I very much like for the upcoming season. Um, and Daniel Jones is like the, um, he's like the 15th quarterback coming off the board. Um, and so I would just count back three from him. And so in, in that case, three from him is uh, Carson Wentz. So if I somehow miss Matt Ryan, if, if someone snipes him or whatever, my next target would be then to wait for Carson Wentz to come off the board and then take Daniel Jones. So, so that's, like I said, it works 98% of the time. It's super easy to do, but definitely 
Target your quarterback before the draft even starts. Know who you're going after before the draft even starts. And um, it will, you'll, you'll get them every time. You'll get them every time using that strategy. It's, it, it's, it's almost virtually foolproof. So, um, so which quarterbacks have I, am I most interested in? Well, I've already talked about a couple of them. Um, but I'm going to talk about, first of all, my dark horse, Hail Mary quarterback, who I think has immense upside for the upcoming season. But also, he's, he's risky because he's unproven. But uh, that would be Drew Locke in Denver. I mean, the offensive weapons that John Elway has surrounded Drew Locke with are outstanding. I mean, there's no other way to put it. I mean, you got Cortland Sutton and Jerry Judy and uh, uh, as wide as the primary wide receivers. You got Melvin Gordon and Philip Lindsay as the running backs. Um, you got Noah Font uh, as the tight end. This is, this is an amazingly talented group of players to surround this quarterback with. And so the, the thing is, is, is he going to be more Patrick Mahomes or is he going to be more Baker Mayfield? That's, that's like where I'm at right now. Is he, towards the, is he towards the Patrick Mahomes side or is he towards the Baker Mayfield side? I, I don't know. I don't know. But um, like I said, I think he's a fantastic choice. So cheap. Quarterback 22. He's coming off at pick 152 in the draft. Now, do I have the guts to wait <laughs> until the like 13th or 14th round to take my quarterback? I don't think I do. I don't think I can do it. I'm, I'm, I'm just not there yet <laughs> as far as this quarterback goes. But if you're in a, in a, a deeper league, a league that has like um, more than six draft slots, you know, that's where I would take a second quarterback. Um, and, and I love the idea of taking him as a QB too. I, I love that. I, I would absolutely do that 100% of the time. Um, I'm just not sure I'm there to take him as my QB1. But he certainly has the potential for immense upside. So I like that. Um, but my other two favorites are guys I talked about, right? I, I love Daniel Jones of the Giants. And the reason that I really, really like him is in his rookie year, he had three games where he, he threw for four or more touchdowns. That's amazing. I mean, as a rookie, you don't see that. Uh, he ended up with a pretty good uh, touchdown-interception ratio. It was like 24 touchdowns to 12 interceptions. Of course, the bad part was the fumbles, of which he also had 12 fumbles. Um, but that, that flows to my what I usually say about quarterbacks, is they get the same number of touchdowns as they do turnovers. So, you know, I am guessing that they will be working on the fumbling issue for him. Um, he's certainly surrounded by tremendous talent. I mean, I, I love Saquon. I love Evan Engram as the as the tight end. Um, wide receiver is a great group. Sterling Shepard, Golden Tate, um, you know Darius Slayton. Uh, there, there's there's some real great talent here. It's not a very good defense, so you know that this is going to be like the shootout potential. That's what you want, man. Shootout potential for fantasy football is awesome. Um, and, and so I definitely want some pieces of this offense, but I got to tell you, man, I would be totally comfortable taking Daniel Jones as my QB one. Um, he is currently the QB 15, as I said, coming off at about pick 118. So we're talking, um, 10th round, uh, man, you spend your first nine picks on the wide receivers and running backs, get a, get a tight end in there as well. And then with your 10th pick, you take, you take Daniel Jones. That's great. You're in great shape. Uh, I really, really like that. 
Um, so he's another one that I, I really think is going to be fantastic for this year. And then um, if we're going to go like, uh, you know, QB1s, which one do I like the best? It's Matt Ryan. I, I really think Matt Ryan is going to be outstanding this season. Um, he's currently the ninth quarterback being taken at a pick number 83. Um, he's, again, a player that's surrounded by immense talent. Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley is one of my favorite uh, wide receivers to take for this year. Um, you got Todd Gurley in the backfield. You got Hayden Hurst, who's another a dark horse tight end who I really, really like. I talked about him uh, uh, like a week ago um, in my late round, uh, you know, late round flyers uh, episode. So you can check that out. But um, the real reason why I like Matt Ryan the most is because this is a guy who, if he is in the second year, with an offensive coordinator, he does fantastic. If you look at his past four seasons, well, fat, we'll go past five seasons. Um, it was in 2016 and 2018 that he had basically 5,000 passing yards and 35 touchdowns. And those were both seasons where he was in his second year with the offensive coordinator. It was Kyle Shanahan um, in 2016. I, I forget who it was in 2018. Um, but you know, again, that's when he, uh, it's like he, he just gets enough time to get and understand the offensive system. So last year, you know, he did reasonably well under the first year um, uh, offensive coordinator. But now I think, again, he can have another one of those years, a 5,000 year, 35 touchdown season. He certainly has the weapons available. I think he can totally do it. So if I'm just going to take a QB1, uh, you know, in the first 12, I think Matt Ryan is my choice by far. I, I really like him. I like the offense. And, you know, he's he's a proven commodity. Uh, I think he'll do very well this year. So so there you go. So that's my quarterback strategy for the upcoming season. So um, thank you very much for watching. Please like and subscribe if you haven't done so already. Leave a comment. Let me know who are your favorite quarterbacks for the upcoming season and what you think about these guys especially, man, because like I said, I'm I'm big on all three. I, I think they're all going to be outstanding. They're all going to outperform their draft position. Um, so that means they've got value. So that's what I want to see. And um, again, thank you very much for watching. So uh, I am continuing to work on my app. It's 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 there. I mean, there it's it's there. It's in beta. You can use it. But um, there's just a few more things that are coming into it. Um, once that's all done and set up, which should be you know actually relatively. We are virtually done with my uh, initial um, updates. Um, we're going to do some uh, mock drafts and everything like that. Uh, we'll take a look at that. So uh, that will be coming up very soon. So thank you very much. If you have done so already, go to my website too, fantasyfootballmaverick.com. You can sign up and get free access to the app to try it out for yourself on mock drafts. Uh, you can utilize it in standard points uh, drafts and see what you think. Um, it's like I said, it's an excellent tool. It's my passion project. Um, and and before I created this app, uh, I had not won a single fantasy football championship. But since I created this app, I've won seven. Seven money leagues, won them, won money. Um, so that's it, it makes a huge difference in how you draft on draft day. And that's what you do. You use it in a live draft situation. That's what it's for. So uh, again, thank you very much for watching. I appreciate it. Have yourself a great weekend, a great Memorial Day weekend, and I will talk to you next time. Have a good one, everybody.